And welcome back to the social pop culture experiment. Um, it has been a while since we have done one of these. It's 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 been some time. Uh, is anybody out there? How's everybody doing? Hello. Can we go outside yet? No. no. Damn it. All right. So let's do this how we always do this. I'm your host, Daquan. With me today, we have Brandon. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. That is, is, is an accurate representation of how he feels about the world right now. <laughs> um, we have Gio. Hola, mis amigos. Como esta? And we have Emily. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, we're getting right. fancy low, Jesus. Um. Oh. All right. Um, so let's let's start it off. All right, Brandon. I know. I, I. I. So. So you guys know we do show notes for this show before we start, and we all list a lot of the things that we want to like talk about to catch you guys up on that we've been doing. So Brandon on our list just has C list on my phone. We're doing this podcast remotely, so I'm very interested <laughs> in what's on this list. So we're learning about this in real time, just like all of you. So Brandon. What have you okay. been up to? Remember, this is from since we haven't started. Yeah, uh, it's like February. Really <laughs> yeah. So, um, I never watched Mad Max Fury Road. So, one night, my partner and I were like, all right, let's watch it. He was like, oh, you never watched it? I was like, yeah. So, he's like, okay, you have to watch it. So, he watched it. Always oh, okay. I can see why people like it. But it's, you know, that's about it. Witness. Like, uh, it's... Uh, action on steroids turned up to 13. Like, I could see how people call it like the the perfect action movie or whatever. Like, I could see that, but it's it's okay. Like, watching behind the scenes, I think, is way more cooler than watching the actual movie. But also, the director is like 70 years old. Oh, uh, but but like, you know, it, it's amazing seeing that like production. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah. that's why I won the Academy Award. Like, yeah. um. I think I talked about it on the last episode, but we were rewatching Violet Evergarden. Uh, again, it's on Netflix. If you guys want to watch, if you guys really feel like uh, getting punched in the gut, got nothing better to do, so we just sit home and watch some sad anime. Um, I think the last episode too. I said that I was on the a penultimate episode of BoJack, so I finished that. BoJack Horseman is a good show. Uh, we got a whole episode on that. I you finished BoJack the Quan. We shall do an episode on BoJack because I really just want to start making more content again and just, you know, especially now. So, like, if we could get to a point, even at one point, we're doing like an episode every two days. This isn't a promise, guys. Okay. But don't hold me to this. But, like, yeah, I'm down to talk about it. Yeah. Like, BoJack is, again, I, th- I think it's one of the best Netflix shows out. But there's, like, I have to watch Ozark because I saw Cena Ozark season three and I was like, you're going to love it. it. Yeah. Um, we finished what are we finished playing through Lisa the Painful? So Lisa's like this uh, computer game where it's post-apocalyptic, which is kind of, uh, you know, timely of what's happening now. Um, and it's a game series where you play as a guy named Brad going through the apocalypse, trying to save your daughter in quotes because she's just a random girl. She's like one of the very few women in the world. So you would assume in it being a post-apocalyptic world, 
uh, women are used for a specific thing. So he's like, I have to make sure the world doesn't taint her kind of thing. So he's going around trying to look for her. Uh, the game is really cool because it makes you have to do decisions because it's post-apocalyptic. Uh, there will be times where like an army of like rogue bandits will come and be like, all right, either we kill your party or you chop off your arm. You make the choice. Oh, God. Yeah, so <clears throat> you literally have to be like, fuck, I really, we leveled up with these guys and I like this guy because he's kind of funny. So here, just take my arm. And for the rest of the game, like now you're, all your uh, like punch attacks are weaker. Like you can't do, you can't use like two-handed weapons or something. It's a lot harder for you to do things. Uh, there's stuff like, there's a drug in the game called Joy and it's like a suppressant kind of thing. So like, you know, you take Joy, you get happier. Uh, you can choose out. to take the drug and it makes you stronger in the game or you could choose to not take it and then you start going into um uh like conv like convulsions and you start seeing like things that aren't there actually so you start getting like flashbacks of like before the apocalypse and like it, it's some pretty if, cool shit you're not talking about we happy few are you no we uh okay. man i saw a tweet about we happy few that's a yikes um yeah uh, but no, it's it's Lisa the Painful. There's, I think, three versions. There's Lisa the Joyful, Lisa the Painful, and then a Le another Lisa. But we only played Lisa the Painful. And which okay. I think the Painful is part two. Which I don't know why he made us play part two and not part one, but whatever. He's he doing that George Lucas, that Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah, we should have just... Literally. Um, other, other games that like I played by myself, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid I played a little bit of. Yeah! That game is really cool. Um, what do you have it on? Are you playing it on your PC? I played it on my PC. I only brought it and then I returned it because I was like, I'm I'm not going to invest that much time into it because I was busy doing other stuff. That's fair. It's too bad uh, you don't have you don't have Game Pass, do you? That's probably what I'm. I'm gonna pick up Game Pass and probably just play a bunch of shit because I'm like I really don't. I'm not going to work anytime soon, really. So like I'll probably just pick up Game Pass for a month and play. Uh, if you pick up Game Pass, let's uh let's play together and then also um, you, me, you and Geo, they made CFD significantly better now. Yeah, I've I I've oh seen God, that. Oh God, that is a name I have not heard in a long time. Uh, Emily, you also can play. Actually, all four of us can play CFD together. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we'll do a social pop culture podcast. I'll stream it because yeah, I'll stream yeah. it. And and I know Brandon can stream as well. <laughs> yeah, that I game is fun. Uh, it's cool because they get like like you you, you played it, Dequan, so you know like they get like really not obscure Power Ranger characters, but they get like the Green Ranger from like this one series or the Yellow Ranger from like this other one, and it's like. If you guys remember the first season of Power Rangers, like Mighty Morphin, they have Trini in the game, but she's wearing a dino suit. So she's like yeah. this big, like, mech character. So she's kind of like a juggernaut type character. And then she uses, like, the dinosaur tail to swing or she shoots lasers out of her hands. And that's not, like, what she did in the show. But, like. It's, it's also, like, loosely based on um, a storyline and, uh, and the Boom Comics Power Ranger series, which has been, like, phenomenally successful for the last couple of years since it's been out and i would definitely recommend that everybody who if you like comics and if you like power rangers like and you know you grew up with like the mighty Morphin era this is definitely a good way to like get your fix to see those stories continued but it's based on shattered grid which is like this crossover event that brought together all these different rangers and that's like where you get to see lord dakin and it's 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 amazing and you should definitely check it out and then also play battle for the grid yeah, like, it's cool because Battle for the Grid, uh, it's a fighting game, but it's a 3v3 fighting game, kind of like Marvel vs. Capcom series. Mm -hmm. And it also has ex-Marvel vs. Capcom, like, pro players working on the game. Like, Clockwork, who was, like, a really big MVC2 person, or Shady K, who was a very big MVC2 person. So they actually worked on helping out the game. And it's cool 
that like each season they add like new characters like they added the time force ranger they added daishi they added um doggy kruger so it's like really cool to see like these fan favorite characters and um like for example eric myers who's like the red uh quantum ranger ranger he's voice uh by virgil in the game and virgil is a character from devil may cry who was in marvel's capcom 3 uh and then he fights similar to virgil so it's very cool that like the voice actors playing both characters and they paid an homage to that character by making that fighting style for him um another fighting game grembu fantasy versus this is based off of a gacha game like a mobile game in japan uh the people who worked on this were arc system so the people who do guilty gear and the last big game they did was dragon ball fighter z game is pretty cool um they have like I, I just can't wait for more Arc System games. The next game that's coming out is Guilty Gear Strive. That's going to be... I think the beta is this weekend. If you have like a PlayStation, you can sign up for that. And then the game's supposed to come out at the end of this year. Um, yeah. For more movies, I did watch Incredibles 2 before. So me and my partner watched that. That was that was pretty good. That was a cute movie. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, like... um. Big fan of like Helen being the main character, like having the woman role, like being yeah. her, like, the main focus. Um, it's also cool to see like the father role being like trying, like trying and adapting to his kids and getting better at it. Um, it's cool to see just more like supervillains and like really, or not villains, but like heroes and seeing like how obscure the abilities could to get. Um, the visuals weren't really that appealing really like there was nothing like wow about it i guess because that's just like the aesthetic of the incredible world like nothing really caught my attention going like wow like they do it again pixar kills it again with the animation um i watched a pete davidson special on netflix that's that too pretty good i liked it i'm <laughs> not i don't think i've ever really watched pete davidson stand-ups before I think he has like one other one that I watched that was on like Comedy Central, but like okay. yeah, it's not like he has like a ton. I mean, he's done like little bits here and there, of course, on like those kind of like comedy rotation things. But yeah, yeah, it was. I got interested in watching it because I saw the episode where he was on Hot Ones, and he was eating a spicy wing, and he goes, "You know what? This is my 9/11." And I thought that was the funniest shit I heard that day. Oh shit! And it's 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 even up. worse when you know more about his life and yes. the. Text behind that, but he like every time he, he makes an effed up dad. joke. Yeah, he lost his father to nine eleven because he was a first responder. So like he's like, I can make jokes like that. That's fine. He gets that stand up like. There's like <laughs> uh, he gets a little too like. It gets real personal. Yeah. It gets real personal. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> gets to a point where like no one's laughing, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I love that shit. I think that's so fucking funny that a comedian could just get that dark and everybody's like what the fuck is going on why dude nah dude like my favorite thing uh in the stand-up is when he starts talking about ariana grande uh -huh. and when thank you next comes out and like even his granddad he's like my granddad doesn't even listen to music he's like that's that, that that's song is pretty good that's yeah. a bop <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> um i watched the hero academia 2 movie that was in theaters. Uh, me, JP, uh, his girlfriend, and a couple of a uh, couple of others watched it. It's okay. It's more if you want like more Hero Academia stuff. It's cool. Uh, That's enjoyable. 
yeah, the, the villain looked like Jared Leto, so I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my as soon as I saw that, I was like, I can't take this seriously. Um, and we got the, because usually with anime movies, there's the dub and the sub. So the dub is like the English voice and the sub is Japanese voice with the English subtitles. So we got tickets for the, the subtitled, but then we got the dub. And everyone was confused because, you know, everyone in the theater brought the tickets for that. Uh, and they're like, oh, whoops, sorry. If you want to, like, we could like, refund you or whatever, like, but you got, you could leave if you want. Like, it's up to you guys. So we watched it. And I'm not used to the English voices. And that's, like, a pretty rough roller coaster to get on. Like, <laughs> that's the you, worst I like, betrayal. I like yeah, the like, it, voices. It's weird because when you, like, when you see a character on a screen, you go, okay, in your brain, you go, I, I kind of know how this sounds. And then you hear, like, I'm Deku. And you're like, I don't, I don't know. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't know where you, I don't know who told you you are, but you are not the character. I'm like, I, yeah. It was funny because, like, the ending of the movie gets, like, really head assy, like, anime shit, where it's like, I, you know. I assume pulls, so. It pulls, yeah, it pulls anime <laughs> shit. And then, like, they try to do, like, I love when anime. They uh like there's an impactful moment and then they have like an English insert song where the girl's singing all soothingly. It's like yeah. I just crack up and then like it's fucked up because I start laughing and then other people I think laugh in the theater because they hear me laughing. But it's supposed <laughs> to be like this high impact, like, oh shit, he's going beyond. It's like, no, bro, it's so like just goofball. <laughs> uh real real quick more. Uh my partner's been playing GTA 4 a lot. We got to like um I think the part where like Ah uh, cousin. Let's say we go bowling. We killed the first guy. Is it Ivan? Is that the guy? I think uh, so. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah it's been, oh man, because we we stopped playing that shit like two months ago or something. Uh, that game is so good. That game is so good. Like, let, let me ask this, Brandon. Have you gone to the swing set of death yet? Well, because we, I've been watching him play, and he's only playing single-player shit. And he's making fun of me because, like, oh, yeah, your dumbass probably just went on the swing. Of the I'm like, yeah, what about it? Like, it's exactly what we did. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what we did. That's what. Well, as somebody who grew up playing GTA with both of you, that is exactly what we did. Honestly, look, GTA look. 4 is, like, the perfect GTA game. <laughs> listen, know. listen, he can still do that in single player. <laughs> oh, is it still available in single player? Like, can you do that in single player? You yes. can do the swing set of death in single player. Is I remember the, the day I went over. Or? I've done it in single player. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we we uh, we stopped on the first island. Yeah, yeah. No, it's on the first island. Is it on okay, the first right. island? Yeah, it's on the first island. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to talk about my GTA 4 experience. I, I went a little darker with GTA 4. <laughs> oh, you got into the RP, the hardcore RP. I wouldn't say hardcore RP. I'd say I had a high score system for certain NPCs. Okay, let me. Was, let me continue. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. So, yeah, you shouldn't have not said that. That was crazy. <laughs> Man, because the next thing on my list will make it sound even worse. Okay, so I never watched Get Out before, so I watched Get Out. 
Yeah. I've I've realized my mistake. Yeah. I... <laughs> Someone online yeah. won't yeah. mad about that. Yeah. Oh well, what do I never watched Get Out. That movie was good, bro. That movie was real good. That movie was real good. <laughs> like, because I've seen bits and pieces. Like, I knew about the the sunken place, and I knew like all the white people are bad. But like, watching it like actually as a whole movie, I was like, holy shit! And I I know there's there was two endings of the movie, and like I was I told my partner I was like, I, do you know which one it is? He was like, I don't. I, I I assume it's the one in the theater. So like, you know, it turned out to be that his friend came and. Like that was the good ending. Um, so that was, yeah, like it was pretty funny. I like, and the thing is, the more you watch it, the more you, you start picking up on things. Like, if you if I watch it again, I'm like, oh shit, okay. Like even this little like slightly detailed thing, it's so such fucking hyper detailed. Yeah, she. I because re I remember when the movie came out, people were really like that was like a joke like on Twitter and shit. People were like upset like if a bitch eats uh cereal outside the milk, like something's up with her. Yeah, like movie's great. Um, um another movie I watched was Frozen Two because I came on to Disney Plus. Um, man, when we were watching that, I was like, holy fuck, dude. This isn't even a movie. This is just song after song after song. Like that shit was. Nah, it's not. Visually, it's okay. Cool. Like there... there's a. Oh, oh my yeah, god, that was, that was super ASMR. <laughs> like that was that was a Call of Duty lobby microphone right there. <laughs> it's there was no reason for this movie. Right, like I didn't gain any more likability to any character. Um, I think it was like I guess it was cool to see Elsa like be more comfortable with her powers and shit. Um the Anna um storyline was just like kinda eh. What's your boyfriend's name? Um Kristoff. Kristoff. Kristoff, yeah. My favorite part is that yeah. That's probably my favorite part of the movie because that shit's so funny. Because like a kid would just be like, "I don't know what's going on," and the parent would just bust out laughing. Like this is so dumb. Also, um, the Weezer cover was pretty good for that song. Like the um, the visuals of like her fighting against the current was really cool. Her with like the ocean mare was really sick. When she goes into the when she goes into like the ice area where she sees her mother and stuff, like I thought that was like visually beautiful like i was like holy shit like that's like wow but like for the movie story it was like really eh. didn't really feel anything like olaf was just more olaf didn't really do anything anna barely did anything the storyline with the elements were just like oh, sure i don't know we got to put something on the screen that is whatever uh i guess i uh, i'll i'll go to that one because you have that on your list too uh about onward so i don't have to talk about onward yet uh, I started The Leftovers, which, again, is another timely series to start around uh, what's happening with us. That, I I think three episodes in, four episodes in, oh my god, that show's so good, dude. Yeah, our plan is to watch, like, we want to watch Watchmen, we have to finish more Tiger King, we have to do The Boys, like, there's a lot of shows that, like, I gotta watch. 
but leftovers is great. Story is like two percent of the entire population just disappears one day. Uh, and then it's the story about people living on, right? Like what ha what happens to the people who stayed? Like watch the first episode. The first episode I think is uh, about eighty minutes, ninety minutes, something like that. If it doesn't catch you, like I don't know. That, mo that first episode is so good. Uh, other movies I watched: uh, Emperor's New Groove. Man, yeah, because we like we we usually watch movies like at night, so it's like oh, like what are we gonna put on? Emperor's New Groove is I can't, dude. David Spade as the main character just completely pulls me out of it. I love it. Oh what? Like Sting was supposed to write a bunch of music. Mm. Yeah, it's like I I couldn't really invest because as soon as I hear David Spade, my brain goes, fuck, why is it David Spade? And then when I hear John Goodman as an animated character, my brain goes, why is John Goodman here? I, I love Sully. I, I, yeah, but I, my brain can't handle that he's um poncho yeah it's just like i don't know like but i think sully and poncho's voices are two different things like poncho's very deadpan and sully's like like yeah i, I guess that's why like my brain categories is different like i like i just i really couldn't get invested in it um i feel so bad uh we watch one cut of the dead uh one cut of the dead is a japanese movie it literally is uh a one take of a horror movie Ooh. it's on shutter i think is the only way you're able to watch it legally here in the u.s uh shutter you can have like a uh i think you get a, you still could get a free month trial if you want because of uh the whole issue going on in the world so you could sit back with your loved ones watch a scary movie uh it's very weird because it's not really a spoiler but the movie takes place in one cut and then uh because the, the movie's maybe like about almost two hours the one cut takes about 45 minutes and then the quote-unquote actual movie starts happening. And I really liked the first part of the movie. The second part of the movie, I didn't like. And then the third part, I really liked. Um, I think it's worth the watch. It's really cool. Um, I, I just like one-shot movies. I love when anything's happening in one shot. Because like I try to play the mental game of like, oh, wait, did they cut? Uh, no, they didn't cut their shit. Okay, There's, it's still a one-shot kind of thing. But uh, per I, I think it's like perfect movie to watch and just like have a good time with people. Uh, also watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 1, which I don't think I've watched since I was a kid. That movie's crazy. It really is. It like, really is. Like that movie's is. nuts. Bro, like the, the first killing, Shorty, she just explodes into like blood everywhere. Yeah, the the, the oh. famous. Do you know how they did that? Actually, no, I don't. Well, if my understanding, if I recall this correctly, is that they f either filmed the scene in reverse and upside down to where the blood was dropping from the bed, or like they literally shot like fountains of blood up onto the ceiling like that. Like it, my like creative brain was like going on my. I was like, holy fuck, because yeah. I thought. Because it's an 80s movie, it's going to be scary, but not, like, ridiculous like that. 
that Wait. imagine being a kid, right? Imagine being like a 12, 13 year old trying to sneak into this movie, watch this movie, and then try to go home and sleep. Right. That movie, that movie really is really withstands the test of time. It really yes. is a scary movie. Like, bro, Johnny Depp gets, he sleep, he falls asleep in his bed, gets pulled inside the bed. His mom goes, are you here? So, and then fucking like a gusher, like yeah. everywhere. Like that shit is wild, dude. Uh, we also watched Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Uh, I think it's called like Night Fighters or some shit. Like Dream, Night- Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Christ, what a stupid fucking title. That movie's so funny because Freddy decides to have a, a little sass to him. Like, I don't know where he gets to be like a little fucking sissy boy where he starts going like, it's prime time, bitch. bitch. And then he kills a girl. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. oh, you could go, Jidio. I'm sorry. No, no, it's yeah, yeah the the scary Terry. Yeah, like because <laughs> I like, wanted to watch it. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, 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 go. I don't want to talk. No, about it's it. no. Basically, it's like once part three happens, like Freddy going forward is just a puntastic. Yeah. Really. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. Really recommend watching that because it's actually it's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. I we watched one and three. I asked my boyfriend, I was like, can we watch two? He's like, there's no reason to watch two. Like there's it's literally does nothing. I was like, okay, fuck it. Um <laughs> we watch I watched Atlantis for Easter. The movie's really cool. Like Atlantis, <laughs> you know, the Disney movie. Again, like nothing Wait. more to say. Ha- have you never seen it before? I've seen it, yeah. I'm just you know, I'm just oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, oh that's fair to say, be, yeah, that's fair to say because the list of the movies are like, yeah, I never watched this, I never watched this, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we played Doom Eternal. Holy fuck, that game is like, uh, Mac, it's like Max fucking Max Fury Road, but a video <laughs> game killing aliens on 14. Like, that shit is too much like there's literally a fight where you fight like this fucking ethereal big like 70 story tall demon shit and you have to shoot his like the flesh off his face it's i watch videos about it. i i don't know how to talk more about it um i played quiplash with a couple friends one night like mm-hmm. quiplash is just fun like it's the perfect game to play like now that you can't really hang out with your friends all you need is one like you guys can hop on discord or someone hops on twitch everybody like gets the passcode and then you guys could just play from your phone. Super fun. It's like a lot of like uh, kind of like board gamey type stuff. A lot of uh, trivia and puzzle stuff. It's really cute. Um, what? Oh, okay. And the last season anime stuff because I always talk about anime shit. I finished Dodo Hidoro, which is uh, should be coming out on Netflix soon. It's is by it? the same. It should be because I think Netflix has the rights to it. It's um one of the creators of Akira worked on it when you can see because the background art is like fucking 10 out of 10 shows really cool it's about this lizard man who has uh someone inside his mouth so he goes around biting people's heads and asking the people what did you see in my mouth did he say you're the one it's like this hyper like magical fantasy world where like there's magicians that use magic and it's 3d cg which i had no problem with because 
it wasn't that bad. I could definitely see how people uh, have like a real hatred to 3D CG when it comes to anime. But it worked out good. Oh, I could talk about that too. Yeah, uh, I like rewatch all the Beastars because my boyfriend wanted to watch it, so we watched it. Beastars is good. It's on Netflix. You want to watch that? It's like um, it's, it's animals. It's anthropomorphic animals going through a world where like there's a dichotomy between like being a carnivore and being an herbivore and being like, can you be a a passive carnivore or like would other carnivores look down on you because like you don't want to have you don't want to go into your carnivore tendencies and be like, you know, macho and like king of the king of the pack kind of shit. Um, and then I also finished Isaacin, which is the English version is hands off the motion pictures club. It's by the same guy who did uh, it's Misaki Yuasa who did Devil Man Cry Baby, which is on Netflix. Uh, this is about a bunch of teenage girls who want to make anime. It's probably one of the best shows I've seen in the past couple of years. It's probably the best show I've seen in anime like this year. So uh, do yourself a favor if you really like animation and you really like uh, anything artistic because they get there's like specific scenes where one character starts drawing stuff and then all three of them like pretend that it's happening in real life. So she draws like, oh, we're in a rocket ship. So now like the whole they're all in outer space and they're flying around and shooting and they're just having a fucking blast with it. It's so much fun. It remind like it will remind you of like the whimsy of being a kid again. It's so good. Um, and then the other things like uh, Animal Crossing and Onward, we're gonna talk about later, so I don't have to say that. Uh, last one is Valorant. Valorant is like the first person shooter by Riot Games. Yeah. I got act. Oh, well, we talked about the hot topic. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I didn't read that. So <laughs> that's fine. That later. So my uh, my talk hour is is over. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And my list is over. There you go. 40 minutes of a list. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I wake up. I do chores. And I play League. Okay. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming to the TED Talk. Um, I have been playing a lot of League. It's a great way to pass the time. Um. I landed myself in iron because I'm a piece of trash. Let's go! So I have now lost two promos out of iron one. That's rough. Yeah, because we have someone who, it's just always, they, they boost your confidence, they give you a bunch of wins, and then you get into your promos, and someone decides, hey, I don't want to play anymore. Uh-huh. They die one time and like, all right, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. So that happened. But, you know, life goes on. Uh, I've also just been watching, a, I don't know why, Hirsch started watching House. And okay. I can't stop. We just, we just watch House. And so much of it is just not right. And I correct it and I just bitch at the TV and then Hearst goes, shut up. But it's, I can't stop. <laughs> and then I'm also watching Scrubs because just um, Scrubs is great. And I'm keeping up with Drag Race. But that's pretty much all I've been doing besides applying for jobs. And waiting to get my uh, degree. So I, I apologize because I'm definitely not as exciting as Brandon, but that's just kind of what I've been doing with my time. Okay. 
I feel really bad now that I kept tabs. No. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's JP laughing. JP just got here out of nowhere. Everybody, uh, everybody's uh, pointing at him. Say hi. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm outside, JP. I'm outside. <laughs> I saw you without a mask. I saw you without a mask. Yeah, um, everybody point at him. My eye. You can't prove anything. Shit. You, I, I don't even know. The, it's Craig's fault, all right? <laughs> now recording. All right. I would also have a gigantic list here, but uh, otherwise we'd be streaming uh, this podcast all the way until like 12 midnight tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to keep it as short as possible, obviously, and we'll talk about it more in detail later on. Um, that hit Netflix show uh, documentary everybody was watching, Tiger King. Uh, again, a going more. Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband, uh, but uh, we'll that go in more detail Carol later on. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Uh, but <laughs> moving on. All right. All right. <laughs> that show is crazy. That show is crazy. That's all I have to say for now. Uh, I've been binge watching the living shit out of Criminal Minds, which is a really good show. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Same. Which, because it's, you know, it's basically, it's the FBI behavioral analysis unit, and they're pretty much investigating, you know, different crimes the FBI investigates. Uh, I've been binge watching it, like, I'm already at, like, season five, which there's a whole bunch of seasons left, um, to the point where I've sometimes uh, misconstrued things as unsubs now. So, you know, I've been definitely dealing with that issue. And meanwhile, the next unsub, damn it! Uh, the next uh, show that I watched is uh, Beastars as well. I did finish watching that. Now, disclaimer, I want to point this disclaimer out. I am not a furry. There is nothing wrong with being a furry as well. <laughs> but the Beastars, like, like uh, Brandon said earlier, is a really good show i mean i really do recommend watching it's on netflix um great english voice acting i like uh, when it comes to anime i like to switch between the two so i can sometimes watch shows in dubs and sometimes watch them in subs interesting okay yeah um for b stars i watched a dubbed version which i thought the voice acting was phenomenal in um I did watch My Hero as well in dub, but uh, other shows, <laughs> other shows I like to watch in sub. I, I will point that out. Like uh, JoJo, I love watching in sub. It's ten times better. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, you know, some other stuff. Um, me and DQ have been playing uh, Call of Duty Warzone, which is like Fortnite but Call of Duty. Um, I've been playing. I have a the Oculus Quest, so I've been playing some virtual reality puzzle games. Um, I love Beat Saber whenever I that, use that as a workout. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's all some, over. <laughs> you know, some video games like The Room and whatnot, um, VR. Nothing to do with the sh incredibly so bad it's good movie, The Room. <laughs> I did not hit her, Lisa. I did not hit her. Uh, but, you know, just some I of the other not. stuff. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you know there's some main stuff but yeah looking forward to some, watching some other stuff uh, continue my quest down the dark rabbit hole of furry fandom in
Hey, welcome. I, yeah, I want to watch BNA too because BNA is uh, Studio Trigger. The people who did like, uh, some people did Gurren Logan. They're famous for Kill a Kill. So now they're doing like a furry typey kind of show. Yes. Yeah, that's that's always the the thing that sucks. That if you want to watch it legally, you have to wait for shows that netflix has the rights to for it to come out and usually that happens like six months after the show is finished airing which kind of blows but that's the price we pay <laughs> she's yeah. in charge of netflix i knew it <laughs> Carol Baskins and the Thundercats. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That's what she was. <laughs> oh. um, so, this quarantine's been kind of crazy because I actually started, I think, a week earlier than a lot of other people. So, you would think, hey, JP, you're going to catch up on a lot of shit you haven't done, right? Hell no. I'm playing Final Fantasy 14 like a goddamn crack addict. It's disgusting. I want to stop, but I can't. <laughs> so I finally, I finally got my character up to level 80, which is the max level. I finished all the story quests. I've done all the raids, all the alliance rage, uh, which is really cool because um, it's it's a crossover with Yoko Taro, the the creative director behind Nier Automata. Um, so all the music in the raid, all the bosses and stuff, you get familiar characters. All the clothing that you get is very familiar to like the Nier kind of clothing. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. I've been playing through PS4. I have a huge catalog that I have to get through. Uh, I platinumed DBZ Kakarot, so I finally finished all that. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's such a good game. Like it, I I can't like it. It's fun, but it's not it's not too. Um, it, it doesn't get too long of the tooth. I feel like the game knows how to continuously just give you new things and give you new unlocks and switch up your characters and your team members to the point where it doesn't feel like you're playing the same thing constantly. It, it, it feels fresh. And when you play as teen Gohan or adult Gohan, it definitely feels different. Some of the cutscenes that they animated in that game look better than the show themselves. When cell comes back after being blown up, that cutscene, the way they animated it, it looks better than the show. How Vegeta starts blasting at him because of the, the trunk's death, again, looks way better in the game than it does in the show. In the show, it's just reused animation of explosion on explosion for literally like three and a half minutes. In the, sh in the game, perfect. It's 40 seconds. It looks great. It has that, that beautiful uh, uh, DBT Super Brawly kind of animation. Um, it lo it looks amazing. Like if 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 anything, you have to see at least that cutscene and the cutscene when Vegito fights Super Boo, because those two cutscenes look freaking great. Um, so I finished that, and then I started playing um, a little bit more on the Battle Operation, a little you know a couple free games here and there, and then I started playing God of War for the PS4 because I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, it's it's a fun game. I haven't gotten too much into it. I do feel, though, that the game, it, it, and it's weird for me to say this, but the game feels too big. Like, I feel like there's too much huh. to do, and it's kind of overwhelming. It's kind of intimidating. Because 
it's I, I don't know how to explain it like a couple of the areas feel a little bit tedious it's a little bit hallway um and the combat is fun the the puzzles are fun and i think there's a great balance between combat and puzzle solving that keeps you playing for eight hours on end and then you don't feel tired of the game afterwards um but in, to, to give you guys a, a, a quick rundown um you have the main area and um, you're trying to get up to the mountains, and then eventually you end up realizing that there is a um, that you can go to other realms in the Nordic universe. So I just went to Ayr, I, be- I believe is the name of the realm, um, the elf, the dark elf realm. Um, so I just went there, but there's eight other realms, including your original realm. Um, so nine realms in total, and the air realm wasn't just like, oh, let me go in for a short level. It was a full, like I mean, it, was, it, like a it good... wasn't as big as the world, you know, obviously. But yeah, no, it was it was a pretty, pretty hefty experience. And I was like, holy crap, if the game wants me to go through all of this, and then I assume another maybe two sections for the mountain, and then after the mountain itself, this is a massive game. And like, it, it's just crazy, because it's like, do whatever you want, just go for it. And it's like, I don't know where the fuck to start. So it's it's kind of interesting because I haven't had a game like that in a while. But um but yeah, other than that, I've been watching a little bit of anime, nothing too crazy. Um I also watch Beastars. That show it it's it's weird because uh I'm not gonna lie, I have a, a certain idea of what I think of uh furry characters tend to tend to embody, right? No, no, but but it, but it's honest, like there's a certain amount of cringe that I feel when it's like who the hell would fall for like for like 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 Renamon, right? Some people see Renamon as like no 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 um, I mean, obviously Terry Mon I can because Terry Mon's the the fucking band, but that's that's a whole different topic. We're talking tears here. Um, but in B Stars, it the it, it's it's so weird, but it's like Zootopia on crack. Like I'm sure G already went plenty into it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And if if you guys have had that that trepidation, maybe you saw it on Netflix and you recommend it, and you're like, clearly there's nothing to watch. Skip, skip, skip. Um, yeah, go back to E Stars. Definitely check it out because that show is a is a hell of a fucking ride. Bro, the um, only bad thing with Netflix with B Stars is each ending has different visuals, and because mm-hmm. Netflix has that stupid ass, we're gonna skip the ending. You miss out on the visuals, and that's very frustrating. Yes, the visuals are very different because the ending kind of like, you know how anime have ending themes? It's kind of like it opens up like a play kind of thing, but the visuals yes. are different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't um, say that, but if you want, go ahead. Yeah, that's a great I, idea. I do, I do want to give a quick shout out. Even if you guys don't watch the series, watch the opening. Yeah, opening, no, opening is no, great. No, the opening's, the opening's fucking amazing. The opening is on like... I mean, I, I'm a sucker for that kind of music, right? But the opening for me is on on tier level with like Cowboy Bebop opening. Like, I just I fucking love it. You know what? Yeah. 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> you say Cowboy Bebop because my partner was like, "Yeah, this sounds like the fucking like sax from Bebop." Like, like what tank, is going yeah. on? <laughs> it's just so catchy. You could play that instead of um uh what's the name? What's the name of that song from Fast and Furious? Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. Hey, I uh coincidentally have my piano right here. Spin play. <laughs> but um <laughs> it's a good thing there's Discord on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> as he as he proceeds to download. <laughs> Um, the, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret it. <laughs> um, but then I, I, I do gotta. It's it's gonna be fun. Hey guys, at home, you don't know what's happening. You don't know what just happened. Is alright. A little bit of surprise coming up. Um, and then I've. I've said this countless times, but playing through Final Fantasy XIV, the amount of references that they have to the other games has really motivated me to go back and play the games that I haven't. So I started back with Final Fantasy I, and I played, and I actually beat that. So that's over and done with. Now I'm on to Final Fantasy II, the black sheep of the family, and uh, I'm, I'm really liking it. some shit <laughs> and uh last but not least but we will be talking about it later i assume animal crossing very fun fucking game <laughs> and uh send me peaches i'll do it right now it's not like we're doing anything right no Uh, I've only seen um, that Digivolution, like of uh, Agamon turning to Greymon. So sick. So, 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 so sick. Yeah, what was, huh? 
you don't respect Nat Geo the way I do, <laughs> it's gonna be an issue. <laughs> Same. <laughs> you feeling it? Damn, you didn't have anything to say about Omar. You're just like, I watched it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Actually. I'll be honest with you. Um, I had spoken to Brandon a couple of days before actually watching it, um, and he kind of gave me the rundown of the entire plot, and it still caught me, like in a, in a way I didn't expect. Yeah, the, the 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 I think the show does what it does extremely well. And uh, rest in peace, Guinevere, man, because that that shit hit me well, in a way. In the movie. Oh, uh, you. Hey, hey, <laughs> my bad. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I feel kind of the way that he does at the end of the movie, like throughout the whole movie, and the whole time I'm just like, I see myself as the older brother, like in personality. That's that's exactly how I saw it. Yeah, yeah, that's the same here. Yeah, I was like, and the whole time I'm I'm looking over at stuff. I'm looking at the movie. I'm like, why the fuck doesn't he like him? He's cool as hell. <laughs> I'd be I'd be excited as hell to be a wizard. Off on the side of the road, take the fucking staff. You got an eighty-two. It's the same blood. <laughs> there, there's like like the the dancing scene. That really, that really hit me, and just, just that's that 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 little dialogue that they had. Like, uh, again, uh, fuck, man. Now, now that we're talking about spoilers, I really don't want to mention it anymore. But they have some really good dialogue in the movie. I think, I think, really flushes everything out. 
I'm glad you guys really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought the movie was just real mid. Visuals were like real mediocre in a world where it's supposed to be fantasy mixed with like this technology shit. There's the only cool visuals that I think are like when they're out like in the barren like meadows, I think is really cool. Uh, when the um, uh, there's like a fire scene that's pretty cool. Uh, the final scene, I guess, with, like the, the conflict at the end is pretty cool looking, but like it's not really wow. Like when I watched Frozen 2, I was like, wow, this is great. Um, yeah, like you guys said, like they do uh things from other movies, like the weekend at Bernie's concept, they do that, yeah. but they just don't add up, like they don't add anything extra to it. Like them being in a magical world where like technology is taken over, they don't do anything really with it. Uh I think my favorite something my i think my favorite scene in the movie was at the very beginning when he goes to like the burger king and he sits down and uh some random dude's like hey you go to insert college and he goes no this was my dad's and he goes oh shit that's your dad's your dad was insert father's name yo i used to go to school with him and like he has like this really nice conversation with the stranger about his father that he doesn't know like i think that was like the most my favorite part because it was just so genuine and then we don't really get that sort of genuineness outside of like the the brother and the two brothers having a relationship type thing like everything else just was like yeah okay yeah this is gonna happen oh this is the thing that's gonna happen i assume it's gonna end up like the, okay it ends up like this and like they don't even try to twist it to be like oh we're gonna use some goofy kind of thing it's like well we have magic he just learned fireball. We're going to get out of here with fireball. Might fuck around and shoot two fireballs. It's like, ah. But again, like, it's a kid's movie. It sucks because I went to the theaters with my nephew, and my nephew was already getting bored. So, like, yeah. homie was having too much fun with the chairs rather than watching the movie. <laughs> you were in Dolby? Yeah, so it was like, okay. Even, like, I don't know. Like, I was with my dad, too. My dad was like, wow, this is a stinker. And my dad, like, kind of gets invested in movies like i'm not really digging the shit so you know i i really liked it it was it was a very cozy movie just one sunday night we saw it was on disney plus and we're like yeah sure let's watch it yeah it's it it sucks because yeah what you know what happened with the real world but watch it on disney plus you know watch it with your loved ones watch it with your your siblings and uh both share that that moment of wow i really love you i love you man All That's right. a normal crossing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait. You you say you say shitty, but we all agreed to go to this island. All right. Well, you could have turned it off, and you wouldn't have gone. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I don't water coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually Geo's life. <laughs> Just goes around watering coconuts.
<laughs> Speaking of which, I'll give you. I'll, I'll put. I'll put my friend code in the in the chat. Okay. Well, you can still be our friend. You just. Well, um, so Animal Animal Crossing, uh, so Animal Crossing. Every time that I play it, uh, the game, for me at least, always tends to teeter off relatively quickly. I never feel committed enough to a single Animal Crossing game to really be like, okay, like I want to, I want to upgrade my house the whole way, or I want to get like all the villagers. I want to fix up my island. I've never had that feeling, at least, and I played ever since the GameCube. Um, and this this game i don't know what the fuck it is man <laughs> i don't know if it's just like you know as you get older you start to really appreciate like the other things in life like kind of more the rural setting considering we do live in a more urban environment um but i like the simplicity of just being able to take a walk on the beach of being able to uh grow some coconut trees of you know going out and picking some fruit and eating it and then destroying boulders with my superhuman strength. I like that stuff. Um, it's, it's super cool. And the, the amount of uh, customization that you have with your house, with your Island, um, even with the people that live there, it kind of, it, it really does feel like you're playing a pseudo Sims like kind of game, but a lot more personal investment into it. I can build a house in the Sims. I wouldn't give two fucks about it. You know, I build it more for jokes. Like, do I have a bathroom? Do I have a toilet? Do I have this, that? It's like, yeah, okay, I have everything I need. In Animal Crossing, it's like, you don't need a toilet. You don't need a kitchen or a bedroom or anything like that. And I have everything designed for my character um, in in what little space I have. You know what I mean? Like, I make sure to go every day to the store to buy the little KK slider sound of the day and hang it up on my wall because I have a little collection going. And I feel like my character is a huge fan of his. So it's... It's pretty cool. I, I love how the game has a um I call it um almost like free to play kind of mechanics. Um it, everything is sort of time gated. And time gated in in a way that it could definitely be bypassed. So you're you're gonna find times in the story where you need a certain amount of materials or a certain amount of money to progress. And it's not that you can't stay and grind out all the money and never stop playing and just keep going. But it, it's definitely easier if you stop, you know, stop playing for the day, maybe after one or two hours, pick it up the next day. All your island, uh, all your island resources have uh, refreshed at that point and you can go back and collect it all, sell it. It makes it a little easier. But if you want, you can fish all day or catch bugs all day and sell those to make money or gather resources or whatever. It's pretty cool. I love how you have to interact with different people to get fruits for your island. So in the beginning, you might have just oranges on your island, but by the end of it, you have this great cornucopia of fruits, you know? And it's like, I got my oranges from Brandon, and I got my peaches from Daquan, you know? And it's like, my island came together because of my friends. Um, I think it's awesome when you go to different islands and you find villagers there. 
I'm, I'm really liking the villagers this time around. I don't know about you guys, but like, what, what's what's your favorite villager, for instance? If you guys have them. <laughs> catch up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what's he like? What's his personality? pretty cool oh man i just got um i just got a kangaroo villager myself um her name is carrie and she is one of the most lovable women women i have ever met she um she's basically like like mama Roo from winnie the pooh so I can just like she she always comes up to me. She's like, "Hey, dear, how you doing? Is everything okay? Hope you're taking care of yourself." And it's like that's pretty fucking awesome. Um, Brandon, uh, I know you've been playing quite a bit. Um, uh, yeah. So well, you got I got it. So I got it because I wanted to play it. So um, for Easter, my was it Easter? No, it was my birthday gift. My partner was like, hey, all right, I'll get you Animal Crossing. So I was like, okay, cool. So That's pretty uh, cool. I got that. I've been playing since the, the game came out, like the, that Friday it came out or whatever. Hmm? Uh, I really like it. Again, like JP was saying, the customizing in the game is really cool. They add it because previous Animal Crossings, like Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf was on the 3DS, but this one has the ability of like super online uh, stuff. So if you're like in social media, like if you're on Twitter, uh, you can see a lot of people have, uh, they can do these custom designs. And through the custom designs, you're able to share people with like either QR codes or little codes. Uh, and people are really creative with it. So people do like flower petal designs that you could put on your floor, like on in your island. So like it'll look like a bunch of rose petals are on your floor or on your village. Or you could do custom tiles or you can do like, uh, flags or stuff like that. So people are getting really creative with that. And with that stuff, you're also able to do things like, uh, how do you say it? Uh, you're able to do shirts and designs or hats and stuff like that. So people are really getting their creative juices flowing with it and doing that stuff to just show how like much creativity there is. And then you're able to, like I said, you're able to share that with people. And I think that's the really cool thing. My experience is I play it every day maybe for like an hour or two uh i finally i guess got to the quote-unquote end of the game where it's not really a spoiler but like kk slider comes to your village it's pretty cool um does he then, do like, that i won't say what happens after that i was gonna say I'm does he gonna... do that based off of based off of um the happiness in your village yes or that's what it is yeah okay um and then after that you get uh, a certain tool that helps you help uh redesign your village a little bit mm -hmm. which again is really cool because people do stuff like they make their whole entire island like a huge cafe or they make it like uh, a rural or um, a city street in japan or they'll make it like i saw one where it was like pokemon silver where he like kind of tried his best to do the whole map of the whole pokemon like the i saw that region. it was pretty sick yeah so like again people are really creative with it um and i think that's really cool 
me, I'm kind of just doing it. Like I haven't played today. I'm probably like after we're done recording, I I probably play like an hour, do my dailies, uh, and then call it a day. I'm not really that invested in the game anymore because I think like I like whatever I did whatever I can with it. Um, because the game works on your switch life like your switch in-game clock you're able mm-hmm. to how jp was saying like stuff happens on a daily basis you're able to like quote unquote cheat the system by forcing your day forward so like that's the hard thing with the game at the start where it's like you are forced to wait 24 hours of real time or 12 hours of real time until like the next day for you to progress with stuff and i don't like that logic behind video games where they literally locks you in and going like you can't play the game without having to wait i just think that's like really negative game design especially if you paid 60 dollars for a game you're like i want to play because that's what happened to me the, like the i think the second day in the village it was like okay you have to wait for uh the museum to be done that's going to be done tomorrow so it's like you literally cannot progress without that happening um besides that the game is still like it's animal crossing right like you meet your villagers they have like a an island type thing where you go to a different island and you can meet villagers there. So you could kind of like uh, pick and choose which ones you want to have on your village. Um, but it's still like, it's still animal crossing. It's fun. Um, I think it gets really cool when uh, I go back to what I was saying prior, which was like the customization stuff. When you get really into that customization bubble and start like sharing ideas with people or downloading other people's creations and putting that into your island so you can make your own custom island of how you want it to be. I think that's when it gets really cool and interesting. Um, there's like a big thing with Animal Crossing 2. It's similar to like the Pokemon aesthetic where it's uh, your village store has these specific things in it um, and other stores have other specific things. And the only way you could kind of get that is through trading with people. So, like, I can have an orange dresser, and you can have a black and white dresser. And then you have to, like, actively mail it to a friend or go to their island and, like, communicate with them and trade with them and stuff like that. So there's, like, a lot of secondary websites and markets and, like, Discord channels and stuff like that where you're able to post your listings of what you have available. And people are able to mix and match and, like, pay each other, like, the in-game currency bells to, like, get the resources. So it's really... It's silly that like this is supposed to be like a really passive game where you're just having fun, but people are like trying to min-max the system to get as much bang for their buck and like complete all the items and stuff like that. Um, but it's Animal Crossing. I hope you do get it soon. Cause game is just really fun. Like it's really cute when uh you just enter your village and like the beginning part of the game, like you only have two villagers. And everyone's like excited as shit. And like you have to sleep on your little, like, you just have your tent and you're like, damn, dude, can't wait to get a house. And like, again, like the little milestones in the game are like really impactful. But again, the only negative thing I have with the game is, uh, well, there's a lot of negative things. Like, there's a lot of like item management things, but I don't think that's a thing to talk about. The big issue is that like you have, you're kind of forced at the beginning of the game to wait actual real life days so it kind of like incentivizes people to uh like the term is time travel which is just like increase the t- the day of your switch another day so you could keep playing because a lot of like i guess there's animal crossing purists which i didn't know which are like people who only stick to like the clock they don't fast forward they're 
their systems clock. So like when um I don't know if he comes out when you mess with the clock. I know he comes out if you like reset the game. But maybe I know what happens is if you fast forward the clock, um your village gets like more prone to uh weeds and people like getting more sad because like you're not there in the in the world. And I don't know what it is because it kind of it feels really bad where it's like I love Halloween. Like that's my favorite time of the year. But like I can't play a game where I'm able to go to any time of the year and people are gonna attack me because I, I just want to go to Halloween every day. Like I, I want to just stick in October. Like I'm gonna go October 2020, and then when October 31st happens, I'm gonna go to October 1st, 2021. Like, like no. But like it, if you played other Animal Crossing, it's fun because like there's a lot of uh, holiday themed characters that come around. I forget what the the Animal Crossing one, but it's literally like a character with a, a jack o' lantern on their head. I think their name is Jack. But like it's it's just fun that like there's so many cute shit in the game and like no one's right or wrong for wanting to get to that, right? Like me, I didn't I don't really care like if the game was forcing me to wait a day. I'm like, all right, well I, I go fuck off and do something else. But I could easily see people just going like, no, I paid my money and I want to play the game. Like it, it it's just such like weird game design, especially coming from Nintendo where like they don't really do these kind of like time gaty it feels like a mobile game type thing like if you ever played a mobile game where it's like ah man you can't unlock insert currency here wait till tomorrow but that's i think that's a good uh animal crossing thing daquan had to step out for a second so he cannot give his uh extra sense on animal crossing so we're gonna move to valorant beta yeah, I've been playing at least a game a day. I think I got in four nights ago. Um, Have you... You haven't played it? Okay. So, just context for people listening. Valorant is uh the third game? Because I guess the second is Legends of Runeterra, which is League of Legends card game. This is the third game by Riot Studios, or Riot Games, the people who do League of Legends. Uh, They're doing a first-person shooter very akin to Counter-Strike. Uh, this is not in the world of League of Legends. These are their own characters. Like, they have nothing to do with League of Legends. So you don't have to, like, know about Lee Sin and Ari and Lulu to know about this. Um, the way they... Yeah, it's very Overwatch style where uh, you... The, the CSGO-ness of it is it's round-based and it's uh, people who have to plant a bomb and people who have to defend. So it's like Search and Destroy from Call of Duty type. And it's first team to 13 points. You get points for either if you're planting the bomb, you either kill all the enemies or plant the bomb and the bomb goes off. And then if you're on defend, it's vice versa. You kill everyone or you defuse the bomb. The Overwatch aspect of it is there's heroes. I think they're called agents. I think right now there's about eight or nine characters you could choose from. Uh, it's a 5v5 shooter as well. Um, and these characters range from, like, an assassin person or someone who can, like, uh, shoot a rocket launcher or shoot, like, a little drone that follows people. Uh, a girl who can summon, like, ice pillars and heals people. So it's, it's a diverse cast. The interesting thing is your abilities you have to purchase with money. So not everyone has all four of their abilities at the start of the game. 
you actively have to do this idea of, do I want to play with a SMG this round or do I want to play with just a pistol and now I have the ability to shoot flashbangs with my hands? Or, um, because every round they give you money, uh, you get more money if you do better, if you like kill people or you plant the bombs and stuff. So it's really cool to have that kind of idea with the search and destroy aspect where it, it each round is like a minute 40 seconds uh, with the high octaneness of what ability is best for this situation. Are we on offense or defense or what map are we on? Like, what should I prioritize more? Um, I've been having a good time with it. I'm not, I don't really play that many much shooters recently. And this isn't really like a call of duty where you could run and gun. It's like, uh, it, penalizes you for walking and shooting because the the hip fire is really poor on a lot of guns so you have to do the the csgo type shooting where you have to stand still and then aim at the target so like that's a really weird thing to get used to especially like when i come from the halos and call of duties and stuff like that um so far you would think like people who play league of legends are kind of like viewed as like these toxic players so you would think like league of legends players who want to play this game and you would think like csgo kind of has like this kind of like toxicity air with it too i haven't seen i haven't heard that much people be like that negative yeah um that's it yeah exactly i've i've seen a lot of people go hey guys sorry i I'm, i suck i'm i'm mad ass every time i go it's fine bro everyone's ass we're all the game just came out there's no problem like most of the Yeah, uh finish in terms of like there's a lot of nuance in the gameplay uh visuals i think they look really bad uh it looks like chinese knockoff shooter game which i didn't think about till yesterday where it was like well tencent owns riot right and tencent will force riot to do whatever they want so this looks like the most easily accessible game to put on a Chinese market. This looks like a Chinese mobile game. So, like, Riot goes, well, we made the decision for the game to look this way because we wanted to run on all computers, similar to League of Legends, which is fair, right? Like, if you allow the game to be accessible by everybody, then you have a wider audience of people playing the game. Yeah, like I I definitely think that's a good like that's a great idea because even now there's still some games where my computer chugs. It's like, bro, please turn this please no more no more of this game, bro. So it's it's cool to see them have that mentality of everyone should be able to play a game. Um they have the cool thing of because it's beta, if you decide to use uh real money to buy skins, they will, when the game comes out of closed beta into open beta and actually releases, they'll give you double the amount of money you spent back as credits. Which I think is, is a nice thing, right? The only thing that blows my mind is the the pricing on skins. Uh, they do like Fortnite where it's like every 24 hours they refresh the shop. 
uh, yesterday they refreshed the shop and a knife was about 3,400 in-game credits, which equals to about $35. So you're paying $35 for a singular skin on a knife, which uh, like everyone starts with a knife throughout the whole game. Yeah. So $35 for that. And then there was like a bundle where it's like for $46, you get six skins for guns. I don't know the pricing for CSGO skins and stuff like that. I remember there used to be boxes for CSGO, and but then like we had CSGO Lotto, which was like, you know, people gambling on CSGO skins and stuff. So I don't know how CSGO works now with their skins and monetization. But I definitely see like this is like for the whales that play the game. Like, I don't know who any functioning adult will go, wow, $35 for a cosmetic, for a, a knife? I'm in there. That sounds like a deal. Um, In terms of balancing, it's a beta, so that, like it doesn't matter if stuff is imbalanced or not. Uh, the game is fun. It's different. It's a lot like... If you watch Twitch or anything, like you've seen that this game has been like crazy. Everyone's been watching and wanting to play. Uh... And because a lot of people are watching it, the way Riot allowed people to get access is via watching Twitch streams. So you would have to link your Riot account to Twitch and then watch people who are playing the game for a chance for you to get a drop. A drop is just like, oh, here, you've been invited to play. Uh, like you said, you you haven't even had, like, you've been watching the streams, I guess, every couple days or whatever, and you, you haven't even gotten access to to the game so it's like it's very polarizing how they do it i don't like the their thought process of like well if people watch then you have a higher chance like it took me like i think three or four days of watching streams to like actually get my key like my partner just got his key today and he's been watching just as long as me so it's like i i don't not a fan of that i don't think that's good advertising they could have just done the the classic like here, put your email and we'll slowly give everyone beta access throughout the days. But besides that, it's it's different. I I don't really. It's cool to see like a lot of uh, Twitch streamers like move to that. I think like a lot of like Twitch did Twitch Rivals, which are their like kind of like monthly uh, series where they get a bunch of popular streamers. They force them on the team together and then they stream it out for like a bunch of people and then like people win prizes if like you vote for which team wants to win and stuff. It's like a really cute tongue-in-cheek kind of like community-based thing. It's cool to see how quick Twitch and a lot of organizations are jumping on Valorant. But it's it's all right. That's pretty much the the only thing I can say with it. It sucks that like no one else had the ability to play it, so we can't really get other opinions on it. But that's just because like I said, it's such a stupid beta access ability. Yeah, see, the cool thing is I it's interesting that this game came out at the time it like because of what's happening in the world that everyone is kind of locked at home so they're like we have nothing to do this new game came out like i want to play it so it has that kind of like thing to it so yeah like you said when it does become accessible to everybody like how 
is it going to be like Fortnite levels of player engagement? And will it retain player engagement or will it like kind of like peter off like Apex Legends kind of did? Right, like it only time can tell. People you you could kind of assume because it's Riot Games and look how much they've done with League of Legends that um it will have like a really hardcore audience with it. It's cool to see like too a lot of Riot employees are streaming it every night. Because, like, they're like, yo, we love CSGO. So, like, now we have our version of CSGO. Like, this is, this is all I wanted. Like, I've been wanting this game for, like, four or five years. But, yeah, we'll see. I think that's, uh, that's Valorant for now. Got the, the the quadra kill. Yeah, the, the list keeps going. Yeah, the list will go on and on until you think it's enough. That's one way to say it, yeah.
I think it's because it's it's such a like train wreck. Like it's it's like a car accident that you can't stop looking at. Uh, see, I only know a lot of memes and shit from Twitter because I've only watched the first episode. So I haven't even gotten to the part where people hire hitmen to kill other people. And again, this, I'm not saying it like this is a show. Like, this is real life. Again, this is what actually happened. Yeah, it's nonfiction, which is like kind of what's going on. The South is just crazy, dude. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you compare them, it's like so tamed compared to don't or like don't f with cats is so much tamer than this like roller coaster of a disaster of like animal trafficking and like drug lords and crazy like brainwashing shit. Yeah, it's like. It's just so like, how the hell? What is what's ha like? Honestly, if you don't pay attention for two minutes and then you come back to see, like, it's like in a whole different fucking world. Like, it, like, man, I remember one scene in episode one. He goes, "If someone tries to touch my cats, I ain't gonna shoot my cats. I got this gun for you, or something like something along those lines. Like, I'll rather shoot you first than my cats. Like." Man was like openly saying this to the news, going like, if someone tried to dare come here, watch. Yeah, they, yeah, actual quote that he said, which is like, what the fuck? Are you, are you nuts?
compound? Yeah, it should definitely be on your list of uh, things to experience during these times. Yeah, you're not watching it. You're experiencing the, the what the F of Tiger King. I don't see I didn't get that part so I don't know I assume because she's fucking crazy there's no other way like every again like we said everyone in the show's crazy so I can't put it past her that she killed him Yeah meth is a hell of a drug Oh, yeah. That's true, yeah, because of the... Yeah, huh. That's a little rough. So... I, no, I was just going to ask, like, do you know what happens, Gio, like, at the end of season four? Okay, wow. So it sucks that you stopped there, but they're pretty like they're pretty close to um to like driving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so did you not have any like prior like watching of Hero Academia before that? Okay. 
So how do you? I'll, but how do you feel about the show now? Are you okay? Yeah, I I can only assume. I assume the vo the voice is probably similar to how you were doing it there. Like it, yeah, it's such a weird because I don't I don't really watch much dub anime, so like it's. Yeah, JoJo's a little hard pill to swallow, especially when like the voice actors are so like they're like they're ten out of ten in the Japanese, so it's like really hard to try to compete against that. Yeah. Um, yeah, back to Criminal, I, I want to, like, Criminal La Brava, I think, are my favorite villains of the show. I think I really enjoy both just themselves, because they're just, like, two funny fucking characters. And I like, um, I like Criminal's reasoning behind wanting to do the things that he does. I like LaBrava's reasoning behind why she sticks with Criminal. Um, it's, just, like, it's just really fun, and I think it's after getting a lot of these kind of like, um, I guess you would call it in, in the world of Hero Academia, like these world-ending villains, we finally get like this kind of like lower-level villain that's like, not on the scale of any of the other villains, but like it's still like an important thing for him not to go to the festival and ruin that. Right? Because like the whole thing he wants to do is like, I want to go to the festival and wreak some havoc. But Deku's like, no, this is supposed to be for this has to be perfect because we need to see 
Aerie smile, right? Like that's his whole thing. He's like, I want to see her smile. Like she'll have a good time here. And like, it's so low stakes, but like, it's still cool to see his ability. I think is like really goofy, like just make stuff like bouncy. Like it's just so like fucking dumb. But like, even though it's dumb, they make it look really cool. Like, um, what did Deku and a uh, criminal fight yet? Geo, like, did they uh, have like any physical altercation? Okay, so so the last episode you saw was Deku confronting criminal. Oh, the, the, the coffee. Okay. Oh, it's tea. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Okay. So yeah, then I, I won't continue on with that point. Like he, you, you'll see it like in action. It's very good. And like, I don't, eh, I don't like how Japan always does that. Like, like Labrava looks like a 14 year old girl. Like she looks like she's like really young, but I guess she's apparently 22. Yeah, I'm just not. I I really don't like that they do that because like they do that for a specific reason and a specific audience, and like that's just kind of gross. Like I wish they just. Yeah, like, yeah, Mineta's written like that because it's like he is the pervy comic book fan kind of thing, which is like yeah, which I get, but like I. They don't really need that in this show because they're yeah because like the cast of all the main characters are so rich like every character in that class is so fun and enjoyable and like goofy and like have their own personality like we don't need to spend time on Mineta because the time we spend on him isn't more character development or like makes him more likable or interesting it's just him going like ooh titty and it's like I don't need that like these are high schoolers please stop Yeah, uh, yeah, Hero Academia is really bad with every episode, uh, starting out or every season starting out with Deku giving the synopsis of the show for eight minutes. He goes, My name is Deku, and I go to, in, in this world, people have it's like, Yeah, we, I, we're on season three of Hero Academia, bro. I understand what's happening. Um, every episode also is the last five minutes of the previous episode, which really feels bad, especially like. Once you start getting, like, when season five airs, you'll start watching it maybe, like, week by week. You're going to have that shit of, like, I we just watched this last week. Please. We only have 24 minutes. Do not spend five minutes on a recap. Please. But, like, that's just anime, right? Like, a lot of shonens do that, so it's not really much else I could complain about. Um, I, oh, man. So, did you, you finish all of season four, Emily?
Okie dokie. Okay. So, I, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to say something because it's like hinting at something, but, uh, so we'll, we'll come back to this next week because I know JP finished. I, I don't know how far Daquan is into Hero Academia. Hopefully he's finished, but I do want to talk about the end of season four because I think the end of season four, there's a lot of, um, meat to speak about because I remember when, uh, the, like that arc, like the end of season four was in the manga and people got very upset at the creator because he was doing things that people thought were uh, completely and utterly disrespectful to everyone that who watches the show and people and people who have gone through something that certain characters go through. And that's the thing, like, I don't want to hint at it for you guys because i want you guys to go in completely blind and like go like oh okay maybe you'll pick up on what i'm saying like when it happens but yeah that's why i want uh if you guys whatever like i'm not gonna say what please watch end of season four by next week like whatever like whenever we get there we'll we'll all talk about it because i think it's very important for both like just like comic book writing in general because that's what here academia is it's just like a comic book uh, like story writing in general and like overall how like the idea of people changing both like fictional characters and real life characters like real people kind of stuff i think it's a very interesting thing to talk about because like that's i like the end of season four i i don't think is really a like a, a shock but like i think it's probably like my favorite thing that here academia has to offer out of like all four seasons and i would say for for most part like all the four seasons have been pretty good i don't think they're like high quality anime like the best shit in the world but like it's been pretty solid yeah like the beginning of season four where we had the arc where they fought against um the crow gang like where it was uh Mideo versus uh I forget what the guy's name is it's, it's great right like the the concept of a hero losing his powers to protect you know the like yeah like and he loses his power right but he was supposed to be like you know, looked at as, like, the next All Might type shit, right? Like, that's such a beautiful way to write a character, and then, like, and we even see, like, after that, right? Like, we still see, like, Mideo, like, still smiling, and he's like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm okay. Like, I did the right thing, and I have to live with these consequences, and I'm fine with it, like, what happened. Like, I would do it again. Like, that's such a, a hero thing to do, right? Like, that's, like, and that's the whole thing with what I like about Hero Academia is um, it defines what a hero means in more ways than one, right? Like every, every big thing is what would a hero do? It's not like, oh, this hero has superpowers or some shit. It's like, what would a person who believes in the rightfulness and truthfulness of the world, like what would they do in this situation? Like I, I, that's why like I, I hope more people get interested in Hero Academia because again, like it, it just keeps kicking up. We're gonna be on season five. Um, I would assume season five, is maybe winter, maybe next year. I, I don't know if there's an official date yet. Okay.
Yeah. See, yeah, that. So, a little thing with the crisis stuff. Uh, there was a show ReZero. Their second season was supposed to be airing this season, and because of the issues that are happening now, it got delayed to six months from now, or uh, three months. No, six months from now. Or whatever. No, three months. How did anime seasons go? Next season of anime. The summer. So three months, yeah. Because of the whole virus going on, they were like, we're just going to delay the production. We're sorry that we told you guys one time, but like, just it's better for everyone overall. So it... Exactly. As long as everyone working on projects, no matter how big or small their part is, is safe and in a healthy environment, like that's the most important thing. Yeah. Had to throw it in. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking it's like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, how me and friends watch shows, like, whatever, an anime comes up, and we go, okay, is everybody at zero? Okay, three, two, one. And then if there's, like, six or seven people, people go, oh, shit, my thing froze. All right, what time are you guys at? Just let me know. And it's, like, it's such a mess. And then, like, another person comes, and then it's just a headache. it's it's nice that like these uh kind of little applications and extensions are here for people especially for times like this where it's really hard to have that connection with people like having every little thing you can to have like a movie night with friends or a loved one that's far away it's very important Yeah, my um, 
So my mom, she works as a teacher and she does a lot of Zoom calls with both her um, peers and also with the students. So like, I think like every every couple days or whatever, like they have like a little live stream where she just talks to the kids, see if they're like doing lessons and stuff like with the packets and all that. So Zoom has been, yeah, Zoom has been a really cool uh, application for people to just connect with others, both for business and just for like casual stuff. This came prepared. I'll, I'll make bread, shave your head. Now, that's the thing that I see. So many people are always like, I, I don't know, for some reason, everybody's shaving their head bald now. Hey. Hey, pick up a hobby. That's godlike. That's amazing. Get on it. You got time. Uh, like I said before, Shutter I still think is doing their free month of subscription. So Shutter is like a net, the Netflix of horror stuff. So if you want to watch scary movies, there you go. Um, you can always do like free trials for like Disney Plus and Hulu if you don't have uh, HBO. Um, you could do 
uh, Xbox Game Pass. If you have an Xbox One, uh, you can do Xbox Game Pass for your computer. I think they still probably have a sale where it's like you try a month for a dollar or something like that for the first time. Uh, I think PlayStation people get uh, the Nathan Drake series for free. I think now. So, like, there's a good... Yeah, that's a good month of your time on games. Um, try to plant. Try to go outside. Get extra, like, even just go to your backyard or, you know, outside a little bit just to get some fresh air and walk, like, you know, stretch. I think that's a uh, an idea that if you watch that, you're going to mess with your brain a little bit and not be fun. So yeah, don't do that. Just stay healthy and stay safe, I think is the, the safest way. Yeah, could have finished it off better, yeah. <laughs> 